0: When when you are in that zone when you draw right, or paint, you you feel this like like maybe zen moment or something <laughs> like you really and like mm. engross in that craft. So I think that's kind of like addictive. It has always been that state of mind when I do my art. There's no question about it. Like I I don't have to ask myself like how long I'll do it or when I do. It. I I know for sure mm-hmm. that I'm going to do it mm. for life because that's what uh, my passion is. Uh, I never re- so it almost I, feels like uh... yeah. It almost feels like instinct, Yeah, right? yeah. It's kind of like
1: that. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Fox & Burger Podcast, where we bring you closer to the Asian side of the furry fandom, one episode at a time. I'm your co-host, Michael the Matcha Fox. And I'm Burger. And today we have another guest from Singapore, the one and only Cheetah Pause. In this
2: episode, we explored CP's past, like what inspired him to become an artist and him coming out to his family. We then talked about his job as a teacher and how he transitioned into a furry. Finally, CP shared his experiences as a veteran artist and a vendor
1: at conventions. We're finally honored to have CP on the podcast, and we hope you're just as excited too. So, sit back, relax, smell the copia and tea, and enjoy. Okay, so welcome, Cheetah Paws, to the podcast.
0: Mm, Oh, thanks for having me here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you've been on the you've been on our list for quite some time, I think. Uh, for about a year or two, I, I I've lost track, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to the pod. I,
0: I've been waiting Happy for you for two years. No, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I remember you. Yeah. So. For us, wow. Yeah, everyone's. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy New mm. Year to you guys too. Yeah. yeah Happy, Happy New Year. year. Okay. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Kui-
1: Lunar. Ah. New, Happy Chinese New Year. Happy Western New Year.
0: Oh. Singing Kui- mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Singing Kui- Uh, yeah.
2: So, how did you spend your New Year?
0: uh during the covid uh, as you know nobody got to visit so um i held my kind of end of year gathering at my house i hosted a couple of uh friends over and finally get to like catch up oh, yeah. with them so it was pretty eventful like f- because for the most part of the month i'm pretty much just working so mm-hmm. i think that year end was pretty like uh busy but in a in a fun kind of way because i like celebrated christmas as well had another <laughs> gift exchange party at my house (laughs) (laughs) so it was back to back and now i just uh Mm -hmm. back to work as usual yeah so it was fun yeah it's good
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's always important to have uh at least christmas and new years off you know not working uh just because well that's that, that just comes from me coming from the west because those are important days for us to have off as holidays you know
0: but the funny thing is that um because i'm always like thinking about work so even though it's holiday mm-hmm. and it's not like out, out mm-hmm. friend, I, I'm still, at the back of my mind, I'm like still thinking about my projects. So
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like non- I feel like you're a workaholic, but, you know. No, not be a workaholic. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this interview, you know, like we brought you on for several reasons. One, that you, you're you probably one of the best well-known, like, Southeast Asian artists out there, uh, like furry artists, I should say, maybe just artists in general. Um, you've been in the fandom for a very, very long time. Um, I actually don't know how many years, but I'm guessing 10 plus years. Is that, more is that right? Probably
0: born in then.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So like we know that you have like a lot of experiences um, in life, like with art and things like that. Maybe we can talk about your history in the fandom. Uh, maybe we can talk about a little bit about LAFC. We already had an episode about LAFC, mm, but you yeah. can talk a little bit about it. Like I know you had some helping hand with LAFC mm-hmm. and then we could talk more about Singapore. Um, so we have a lot of things to talk about for sure. Um, right, we we done like two people already with Singapore. One of them was Halud and uh, Kaioki. Mm. The other mm-hmm. one was Dekro, right? Yeah, Dekro and Skaw. Yeah. So shout out to mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah. And now we have our third episode on Singapore. I guess yeah, we, we yeah, had to keep going back for some reason. <laughs> yeah, we had to represent Singapore. That's
0: why we're so close. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. I have I mean, been to LA. In some cases. Yeah. yeah Burger's <laughs> been to Singapore oh, once. Uh, and yeah, he, you met you met a uh, whole I've been to Singapore three times, uh, mm-hmm. for LAFC and then two times just on my own. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I never had the chance to go to LAFC myself, and I, I think I mentioned that before. But I did appreciate the time that I did go to Singapore, you know, mm-hmm. just for a few days, uh, back in 2019 before you know the, the big epidemic happened. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah
0: oh and yeah yeah you, you came out, and we didn't we didn't get to meet right at that, that time when you were here
2: um well mm. i think i would have remembered if we did so i don't think so oh. no okay. uh it was me mainly me holude and snares and i think that was mostly it we may have hung out with some others mm-hmm. when we went down to like the, some of the gay bars down there but <laughs> uh spicy yeah
1: yeah spicy <laughs>
2: I don't know if we had a really <laughs> spicy time down there. We just kind of talked and had drinks, and I was kind of boring because at first I wanted a Singapore sling, oh, even though no, like
1: <laughs> everyone says no, right? It doesn't. Everyone say don't yeah, get that. Yeah, they say yeah, no. Yeah. They say
2: it's a touristy drink, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm a tourist.
0: Well, I mean, I, <laughs> it's I, my kind of drink. I had that. <laughs> I had that as well when I was on the on the plane. I just asked for Singapore
2: sling. <laughs> I'm mm, guilty. Mm. I see. Yeah, it's all right. I think they're. I think they're just being elitist.
1: <laughs> Let's start with Singapore because you know, like, like we usually like to talk about like the place that oh. our guests like are born and raised. So, well, most people in America probably can't put it on a map. But, but if you had to describe Singapore like in a few sentences, how would you describe Singapore? <laughs> Oh, Besides hot. All
0: right. Uh, in a few sentences, not a few words, right? At least, okay. So it's yeah, a few sentences. I, I think it's like, uh, pretty busy city. Um, mm-hmm. it ha- it does have good infrastructure. Like transport is easy because it's small, so every 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 place is easy to get to. You have food court mm-hmm. downstairs. Everywhere there's food. Like, like Singaporeans would love food, right? Uh, oh, yeah. you do have mm-hmm. hot weather throughout the year so that's I mean it's it's nice for me <laughs> I don't mind uh, um, but some people prefer like uh, colder countries like it does rain a yeah. lot it's very humid but mm-hmm. again I, I don't mind at all <laughs> uh, oh really yeah yeah I, I realize that I, I, do, and I do love like cold weather but my body just cannot take it for <laughs> too long I think when I when I went to a cold country like, I'm not used to the cold but I, I do like you know like yeah. And see the snow, or you go uh snow skiing. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of activity is really nice. Um, but that of course, there's some things like uh you know if if you want to go swim, you can't go outdoor swimming in the cold country. <laughs> you freeze to oh, there. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I realized oh, yeah. that uh, when I when I went overseas, I was like, oh yeah, I I, I cannot go up because it's too cold. So but in, in <laughs> Singapore, it's like you, you can basically just go outdoor swimming any day of the year. yeah. Like, yeah. There's no, no no issue
1: there. In Singapore, everyone's like running from building to building to like, because AC to AC, right? Yeah, right. Especially- at least for me, like, like mm. I, I can't, I can't, uh, well, I feel like I do better in warm countries. But every time I go to Singapore, yeah, the, the heat is pretty strong.
0: Mm. Um, and all, so, like all, I, in- mm. especially yeah. if you're first suitor, right, then that might be a oh, yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah. from from the countries I visit to, I, like, I mean, it is not the worst. Uh, Thailand is probably the worst in, like, in, oh, the, yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of the the temperature is it gets really insane. So we have a running joke that if you can mm-hmm. uh, you can endure in suit in thailand you can probably endure that in everywhere (laughs) everywhere else (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
1: shout out to uh thai furries yeah we've talked to quite a few
2: furries on this podcast actually we've asked them about like their experiences being in fursuits uh in that kind of really hot humid jungle tropical weather uh I, i was actually remembering the episode we did with daza and uh basically they said like they couldn't handle more than like five minutes outside
1: yeah, in indonesia yeah. but mm-hmm. clock can handle like 20 minutes or whatever <laughs> i, I think like that's what, that's minutes, what yeah. they said yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: if not your whole suit will be like wet inside <laughs> trench yeah yeah that's basically yeah yeah basically it
1: well let's just say if someone came to singapore and they they haven't been to singapore before like what, what's like the one food they have to try
0: i, I know you probably heard that many times like durian <laughs>
1: um, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I've had it. Yeah.
1: I've had durian. I think Burger hasn't had it. You haven't had real durian before. Um, I believe you only had the candy. Right yeah, okay, you only uh, had the candy. I,
0: I found that uh, if if you can't take the actual like uh, you know durian as a fruit, uh, it's pretty nice as uh those durian pancakes like the cold ones, and also hmm. very nice. You not know, like uh the Korean bingsu, the snow dessert. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's actually ice, I yeah. actually tried bingsu but with durian. I was a bit sceptical but it tasted really good um, wow. I think mo- most people might be able to take if it's in like a flavoring on something else like, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah.
0: but I do hmm. know there's a couple of visitors uh, uh, like uh, I think Elector Fencer came down Singapore and Easy Wolf came down they were okay with urine because they say that back mm-hmm. in their country mm-hmm. they have like very strong flavoured food like cheese, very strong cheese. So they're used to mm-hmm. taking like very strong like uh food. Yeah. They, they actually kinda of like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <it's, laughs> wow. you know, Are, are, are yeah.
1: they from are they from Europe? Yeah. yeah so I don't I don't Yeah, oh, they're, no from, wonder, no wonder. they're
0: from Europe, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah.
2: We do have durian here in Taiwan as well, but the other strong smelling food we have is stinky tofu. Oh no.
0: I can not yeah. I, I can I I tried the level one, which is the lowest <laughs> level because they I, I heard they have like different grades, right? But it's, okay. all, it's always smelly at the uh, Taiwan the f- uh, night food streets. Like you can smell yeah, it from yeah, a so. mile away. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, can I, <laughs> they, I can't, I can't yeah, take they, it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's, th- that's their advertising. They really want to bring out that pungent <laughs> smell. Like, come on in, get your stinky food.
0: It didn't taste so bad uh, as compared to the smell I, I found. They usually like add the... Yeah, uh, yeah. The vegetable, like mm-hmm. the pickled vegetables, so you you had to eat it with that, uh, with the sauce. Mm. Uh, but I, I can't tell because I I, I chicken out. I only ate the level one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so mm. so durian versus stinky tofu. Your team durian.
0: Um, I I think so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Mm.
1: Uh, I All have right, both. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd rather. Use, I, I think I'd rather durian. I don't think durian stinky actually. Uh. A, l- a little bit, but sticky tofu. I, I actually think that's like. I think that's a little bit more sticky. But I think they ferment it, though, right? I think sticky tofu, they ferment it. Durian is not really fermented. It's just how it smells like. It mm-hmm. just naturally smells mm-hmm. like that. Mm. Yeah, it's just natural. Yeah. It's also very spiky.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to get around the spikes and really just cut it up with a big knife. Yeah.
1: On like a normal day, though, like like I know like that's like durian, that's like something you suggested that like a person who hasn't been to Singapore, you suggested that you eat that. But like, like on a normal day, what do you eat though? Like oh, what is um, your lunch or dinner not, look not like? Not
0: just the, oh, yeah, let's say, like when uh they came down and like Celty came down. Um, I was mm-hmm, introducing mm-hmm. him like a lot of my like usual local food. Like he uh I think I think mm-hmm. if you okay, uh this is why I feel like if you go to another country, like I will ask my friend like, can you show me? Like yep. just the local, like your day to day food, and I, I want to yeah, experience yeah. that. So when when it came down, I was like, uh, eating like prata, like Indian prata, uh, yeah, prata, uh, briny, oh, yeah. which is like the rice, Malay Bel- rice, uh, wuntu noodle, which is the Chinese, uh, you know, like a noodle, like the thin thin yeah. noodle, dark sauce, uh, so those are like, and it's cheap. It's just at a coffee shop like can find it almost yep. everywhere um like you have like indian curry and and surprisingly like uh, at, at least for them and like, uh, for salty he he loves like the spice the indian spices <laughs> so i think nice. i think that's mm-hmm. cool nice. about singapore is that you you get to try like different culture different cultures food
3: and oh, yeah, different yeah.
0: tastes mm-hmm. and uh, I love yeah yeah i think that's the one thing i realized that most people like about the food here like there's so much variety it's not just like oh mm-hmm. japanese food and we we do have like a lot of japanese food definitely mm-hmm. but but the thing is that they also have very like taiwan also had a lot of good japanese food right so mm-hmm. so i normally don't don't bring them to like japanese like stores at all
1: mm-hmm. i i love singaporean food i i like it really reminds you of america where there's like this melting pot And so like every culture kind of brings their flavor to the country. And I think like Mm -hmm. that's something I kind of miss like in in Taiwan. Like I I feel like I I miss getting to be able to eat food from different cultures, but like easily, like like more easy, like like everywhere Mm -hmm. you can find different kinds of foods. When yeah. i go to singapore like i i enjoy i definitely enjoy the the food culture singapore has i felt like in taiwan there's not as much of variety like i wasn't mm-hmm. saying that was easy to get variety i think it's actually hard to get variety so that's why i appreciate right. singapore that's why i also mm-hmm. appreciate mm-hmm. the states you know like, i think canada is also the same way yeah yeah it's actually kind of like a bad question to ask someone like what, what food do you recommend right because it's too much yeah, there's, <laughs> there's so there, many there options yeah. yeah
0: yeah because at, at first i I thought this is normal like because I I didn't get to travel until until quite late in, in my life. So then when I travel mm-hmm. I realized oh yeah there's like quite a big difference and the types of food. So I definitely think that this is the the thing that stands out in Singapore. Because we have a lot yeah. of, like those coffee shops which is available like in front of me just downstairs. There's that's like mm-hmm. a coffee shop that's already selling like several different uh types of like uh food. Uh, and that's how it, easy it is and it's cheap i, I think that's yeah, the, yeah. also the next like, selling point is cheap because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think i think Salty mm-hmm. told me that the same dish that he can find like indian dish that like maybe here sell about like five dollars or six dollars uh, you can find it in taiwan at a certain part of the town but it will cost you like yeah. twenty dollars and mm-hmm. there's only just mm-hmm. one store in the whole mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: yeah well for people who don't know maybe we can flash a picture like since singapore is really dense like most people live in and can you correct me if i'm wrong about this but like apartments is called was it like h, h hdb h, hdb right <laughs> hdb so like underneath the hdb is usually at the food court right yeah yeah that, so yeah. it's really convenient to like get food mm. i like that though i like that i like how convenient it is to like but then also it's, it's it's usually not just like one kind of food like you have like well like you were saying like there's like malaysian food there's indian food there's chinese food yeah so it's yeah. like a food it's a food court basically. Mm. Like at the bottom of the apartment it's a, it's a food court. Yeah. Mm.
0: I miss that. <laughs> oh come here. Come here this year. Yeah. I bring you around.
1: Oh uh, maybe LAFC. <laughs> yeah, so yeah,
0: why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Burger, why not? burger, burger, yeah, burger can come down
2: too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
2: If yeah, if I can afford it, yeah. I definitely enjoyed when I went to like a food hall, like a two story one, when I went with uh and Snares. I don't remember all the food we got, but part of it was, like, the little dumplings, like the... I think in Taiwan they call it long bao. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, those kinds of dumplings. Um, I don't know, remember what else we got, but it was definitely delicious. Like, uh, I think because the diversity of culture is... It's almost, like, government-mandated, right?
0: You mean, like, for, for, like, living or for food? Or...
2: Maybe not so much food, but, like... Uh, everyday aspects, but like language and other kinds mm. of like daily stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I'm not sure whether um anyone shared this. Like, like the place, like no. Uh, what Michael was saying, like HDB, right? Um, within each block, there is a certain percentage that has to be yep. Chinese, Malay, and Indian. That's how they want to mm-hmm. integrate. Like from young, like since you are born, Yeah, you are used to like living with different people, and that has been like the core since like. development of singapore yeah Yeah, which which is uh like we we don't really like feel it but um so let's say if uh someone were to sell the house they have to make sure that they can only sell to the same so that they keep the uh, percentage the same
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is quite interesting yeah
2: yeah yeah and i think because there's these sorts of guidelines and laws about keeping things diverse and harmonious between the different cultures. I, I, I would make the argument. This is just me. I would make the argument that that really helps people integrate and, and intermingle together. And that's where all these cultures come from down to like, you know, what kind of foods you like to have in the food halls, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have another question actually still about like tourism. Um, so we talked about food, but, what about, like, going to places in Singapore? Like, again, if someone who hasn't been to Singapore, you know, like, like at all, like, like where do you recommend
0: that they go? Besides, like, Marina Bay Sands. <laughs> uh, Singapore mm. is so small. Usually when they come, I just say you can... Technically, you can finish, like, in, like, three, four days. <laughs> like, yeah, apart yeah, yeah. from, like, MBS, you have the zoo, you have, like, uh, mm-hmm. Santosa, you have the mm-hmm. aquariums, uh, you have water parks. Like, I think those are, like, pretty, oh, yeah. like... I think... There are probably better ones overseas as well, so I I think that um probably mingle with friends is the core. I think like the reason why you sure. will ever mm-hmm. come down for and stay for so long, right? It's, you just want to hang out mm-hmm. with friends. I like, because really sightseeing is like <laughs> like you 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 probably finish it in like really a couple of days. Like that's that's uh, yeah much, yeah yeah. And then okay, keep, of course mm-hmm. food you can keep trying. There's a lot of food, and mm-hmm.
1: uh, like the first thing that people see when they leave the airplane. And I guess they leave the terminal is Jiangyi Airport, right? And that's new, right? Mm-hmm. Like that—that that isn't like the current form of Jiangyi, isn't it? Th- isn't that new?
0: Um, uh, they upgraded like, or, or
1: the mall, the mall part, right?
0: Yeah, they they upgraded the old uh Kapa into a a new like a uh, airport, like the terminal, like mm-hmm. and uh, the, it's called Jewel and it's pretty pretty right. nice. Uh, and that's where. Pokemon Center is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's not very far
1: from the. Uh, it like when you leave the terminal, like it, like you step in front of the jewel, I think, and then. Like you, I think you agree by the waterfall first. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, the, yeah. but then, yeah, the Pokemon Center is yeah, like upstairs. The next thing upstairs, you go is, upstairs
0: Yeah. You don't care about everything else. You don't care about your plane just or anything. Pokemon. Just, just Pokemon Center. <laughs> 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 you don't care about your food. You don't care whether you're hungry. Let's go straight to Pokemon Center.
1: <laughs> yeah. We can flash just, pictures just of just the Pokemon the Pikachu, Center. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Because um, I don't think we have that. We don't have that in Taiwan. I think right. We mm. don't have. Well, we don't have a true Pokemon Center. Not that I do at all. You
2: have. Yeah, we do have a Pokemon-themed 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's over in Chao, I think. It's like the whole thing's like decked out with like Pokemon decorations inside. There's like those little Pokemon... It's almost like an arcade machine, but instead of like using cards or... It's like a little chip thing or like collectible thingy that's your Pokemon. But yeah, I've never really been into an actual Pokemon Center. And I don't actually remember the one that was in Changi Airport, but next time I go there, I'll definitely... Give it a look, you, you know. know? Yeah. I'm
1: so so with Pokemon, like like I um, I I've been there like a few times, like to that specific store. But I'm so so with Pokemon, like like I never played Pokemon Go, if you can believe that. So you can shoot mm-hmm. me now, but uh, no, it's
0: okay, it's okay, fine. fine, fine.
1: <laughs> I actually want to sort of like maybe take a step back here. Like, could you tell us? Well, we know you're an artist, but could you tell us like how you got into art though? Like, where were the origins? What's the spark? Oh. That kind of stuff.
0: Wow, I think this is the most asked question to any artist, right? Um, I, I don't know where to start. Like, I, I guess like if I think back to my childhood, um, I, I didn't really know like I, w- I would go into art, like, like you know, as a kid, you, you wouldn't think of career and you no know, job and mm-hmm. all. That. You just draw for fun, right? And I think one yeah. of the reasons, perhaps, if I think back now. Uh, it's probably because of my brother used to like collect a lot of comic books we we didn't have money to buy so he he goes to these rental shops where they actually can rent out like those hong kong comics and uh mm. like mm. japanese comics for for a small price like just a couple of dollars and you can return it like in a few days so at home there was always like uh comic books and um mm. i would just pick it up and look at it i was like oh, that's like I still remember like my first few comics that I really loved was like uh Dragon Quest, Dragon Ball, and there was mm-hmm. like some Hong Kong comics like uh Solar Lord uh then, of course there's Shouting Tang, <laughs> and I started to like just take my drawing paper and trace like copy the cover, copy the characters. Mm-hmm. Even though mm-hmm. I, I just copying, I, I didn't know why I did it. For. I just loved the characters so much. I was just trying to draw mm-hmm. them out, and it, it felt really fun. And I think. It, maybe started from there like uh, there wasn't a lot of like furry cartoons back then right so it was yeah, just like yeah, your yeah. mainstream animation and mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of grew up from there i guess like I then i took out um art club and i did more traditional stuff i did like watercolors i worked with clay to do my ceramic bowls did hmm? you said that the art club
1: was like secondary or primary yeah it or? was
0: secondary uh but i took arts oh, okay, okay. i took arts as one of my level subjects which is the one that oh, okay. uh, you do at the end of the year you have this art project right so mm-hmm. I, I i that's why i think that's why i pick out all the necessary skills for the traditional mm-hmm. side like your pencils and all that stuff pencil mm-hmm. rendering and still life <laughs> drawing fruits <laughs> drawing fruits <laughs> oh yeah 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 still life yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah. you're
1: one of those kids like your electives were mainly art focused like there's some people who do like orchestra or band or yeah something yeah, exactly. else like yeah. math or but you're like you focused on like art that like, yeah. like back in secondary,
0: and I think that that continued. Like I wasn't sure whether I was good enough when I just uh you know eventually had to choose a school, like a polytechnic to go into. I yep. I I enrolled in this mm-hmm. uh local school like which is animation school. That's where I pick up like uh more skills and decided. that... Is, is that where you work right now? Do you work at the <laughs> polytechnic?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. I, I had a feeling we talked. We either talked about oh, this you remember, or oh I. <laughs> I think we talked about this like when you came to Taiwan like a few months ago. I think you it's either that, or, that or, or or in one of our Discord calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, how, wow, like so so you studied at that school and then later you you became a teacher. Yeah. and, and just just to let people know, I think people know this already, but yeah, CP is a teacher. Pod is a teacher, by the way. Uh
0: yeah, <laughs> um I I didn't really think that I'd go into this route. I I guess like mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, what did you think? What like what did you think you you would you would be doing?
0: I, uh, I wanted to go into like a game studio, more like at that time. Oh, okay. okay yeah, okay. but uh, there was like recession going on, um, so it was quite tough to find a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did work like freelance for a while. I did join a, like a some card game company, but mm-hmm. it closed down, so I had to like change career again. Um, mm-hmm. and I think the time was right. They were, they were hiring, so I just okay just a goal. Uh, it wasn't easy because, oh. as, a, as a person who doesn't really talk much and i like, just doing my own art, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was so, <laughs> first it was so, so tough for me. um oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, I mean, like, teaching,
1: teaching, right? Like, yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. hard efforts, right? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. that Is hard at first, right?
0: Delivering something that's like art, right? It's hard to describe. And mm-hmm. you, you may do it well, but I, I think, like, to deliver, to teach somebody, it requires mm-hmm. certain skills. Mm-hmm. But I I eventually pick it up. I eventually pick it up and Mm -hmm. I've been there for a very long time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How many years have you been a teacher in total? 15 years. Oh, okay. Wow.
2: (laughs) I was just going to say, so right now in Taiwan, I am an English teacher.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh,
2: Yeah. Mainly for private institutions, cram schools, kindergartens, things like that. Mm. Eventually, I'm going to be working at a tutoring center. Uh, So instead of like young school children, I'm going to be working with like teenagers, college age, adults, business adults, Mm -hmm. uh, people like that. So, but I definitely uh, sympathize with the, with any other kind of teacher. Yeah. Let's actually talk more about your inspirations as an artist. You already mentioned that you got inspirations when you were first drawing, just uh, copying different covers and pages from comic books did you also have any art senpais artists either from the fandom or comic book artists that really inspired you in your current art style
0: i think at my uh my time back then there wasn't like a lot of furry artists and i think the social media wasn't that you know there wasn't twitter there wasn't like a a platform where you can interact it's mostly just a gallery like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I still remember the gallery I was in it was called like Earth and like VCL it was like really, really old it's, I think it's still up there it's like archived somewhere um, mm-hmm. so I it was not just furry art alone like I, was, I grew up yeah, like, mostly yeah. like, in the fantasy so it's just like uh mm-hmm. human characters and all that stuff like no game, game, game yeah mm-hmm. so I wasn't even sure I was a furry like, I didn't know the term furry until mm-hmm when I was like 17 I think I mm. saw <laughs> I saw for the first time <laughs> some art online I was like oh that's really cool like oh like some animal yeah, yeah. drawings and and I start to like, uh, like draw them more. But I always thought I was a uh, you no know, strange kid because no one around me actually drew those stuff, right? Like nowadays, you you have friends around you that's like, like furry and doing artists or musician or you know, that you can you can know you know. But back then, I was like I felt like I was the only one, and I was like, oh, is this okay? <laughs> is this like <laughs> acceptable? Am I am I weird? Like everyone is just drawing like different mm-hmm. things, right? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like if you were to say like, are there any senpai? I don't. I have anyone that's physically around me mostly they are overseas I do have a lot of overseas yeah, yeah. like like really good artists uh, like one of them was like name of John Foster he wasn't he, he's not um like a furry artist right? he's just mainly like, he mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. illustration
1: can you say his name again so, uh, what was his name
0: again uh, John Foster J O N.
1: Uh uh uh. F-O-S-T-R. Is this the guy we saw? Like like I remember like you and Foxa one time in Discord we were looking at Internet Archive. Were you looking at his artwork? At oh, one point? I think I can't yeah remember. yeah yeah. I think yeah yeah like, yeah. Because then we also saw little... your old website or something. Yeah, like yes that, yes but... yes.
0: Uh, anyway yeah anyway. But uh, wanted to mentioning because like if you look at <laughs> my old work, right, there's always a lot mm. of sepia tones, Earth tones. Oh yeah. It actually got inspired mm. from that in part of my uh, growing up. Uh, artist i use a very limited palette is yeah
1: mm-hmm. did you ever contact him or did, oh yeah, I forgot, yeah. Um, um, mm-hmm.
0: we i think that's probably when you have the you know that fanboy feeling right when when you're uh, yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. like finally reply, uh, we, we we did it through <laughs> this uh platform called concept org. Mm-hmm. so where's where you share your arts and and some of the people that are like professionals in the industry and one of them was like yeah john and when i posted art like i was hoping that like, you'll mm-hmm. see it and then finally saw it and yeah but there was sort of like uh firm it was mainly run like a firm thread where you post your dailies your speed pains uh yep. you yep. mingle you kind of know the community because it's the community was back then was really small uh, but now the community is like so huge that it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's too big but when you're small it was nice because you know you know almost everyone around Later on, I, I really wanted to join this art competition where he was one of the charges. And what makes it the best was that I actually got chosen to be included in the book. <laughs> mm. And I was, that was like, nice. I, I will say that, um, but wow. I did eventually move on from that phase uh, mm. after a few years and I, I move on to like maybe yeah. other things. Yeah, But it's quite interesting that uh, as an artist, uh, you are constantly growing uh, what style you have uh, or what inspire you will also change. Uh your favorite yeah. artist will also change as you grow. I, I think that's a hmm. pretty interesting concept or aspect as an yeah. artist, yeah. Hmm?
1: yeah. you start yeah. off as yeah. like you started off with traditional art, right? Like that's what you started off with, but then you shifted to digital, is, mm. is that right? Yeah. So like did you just like digital more or or like what what was the reason for the shift?
0: Uh I had to kept saying my time like it was like so long ago where the photoshop, oh, okay. photoshop was just very new like it was just like photoshop 3 i think and Wycom just got into the market so there wasn't many digital artists in the whole industry like the game industry was very new oh wow uh it's really like a split image of how uh, recently like there's a boom in furry digital artists so imagine mm-hmm. that in, mm-hmm. back in the days like 10 mm-hmm. 20 years ago that was what, what it was like in the gaming industry so mm-hmm. i make sure that i brush out my traditional skills like you know rendering yeah, yeah. your know, drawing anatomy and human figure and mm-hmm. then i do color in digital cause i couldn't afford oil painting i wanted to pick up oil oh, painting yeah, really. Yeah. I, I really love like the medium but uh, mm-hmm. I just don't have the money to buy the paint because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wow. knew that I had to like buy a tablet, which I didn't buy. I, I wanted a competition. <laughs> so that's how mm-hmm. I survived. <laughs>
3: Damn.
0: Yeah, that's how I Congratulations. survived. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, because wow. I was student, yeah. I was poor. So uh, I had yeah. to work really hard. Like the things I need, I, I really need to find like ways to get them. Mm-hmm. So I was joining a lot of competition because of this. I was like eyeing like... Mm. Yeah, yeah. If I won this competition, oh, they give you a Photoshop, so I join, and then I won, so I I had a free Photoshop, <laughs> and, and which I use <laughs> that to practice and so on and so forth. Yeah.
2: It seems like even when you were still starting out and figuring out what your style was, you were still very uh, working very hard. Basically, uh, I think that's where this sort of, that sort of workaholic nature comes from. I gets I I can kind of tell just hearing your stories and hearing all the competitions you did. Depending on the different circumstances, maybe because it was just a way to get money, because you were, because you we were poor. Yeah, I I, I can appreciate it a hardworking person, and I think it really has paid off because now you have a really, really nice, really great art, art style. Uh, you have a good following, a lot of dedicated fans. I, I appreciate that. I think you're a good artist. Oh, you know,
0: thank you, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I try my best.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone tries their best. That's that's the real truth of it. Everyone tries their best.
1: I kind of want to take another step back maybe and go to the furry stuff. Like we talked about you being an artist. Uh, we talked about you being a teacher. But like where did furry fit in? Like when it, when did furry come into your life? If you can go back and tell us about your exposure to furry.
0: I think it's definitely from the art side, right? Because that, I think okay. I wasn't like exposed to like fursuits. There wasn't much fursuiters mm-hmm. actually. Um, yeah. It was definitely through the gallery like year, where I start to see more like-minded artists like would draw the same thing but i was already like 17 years old which considered pretty 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 like old <laughs> to to be in the furry fandom so then that's where i learned about the furry fandom that term mm-hmm. um i think i was already drawing some furry animal but i wasn't even know that it's like yeah it's, yeah you know it falls into the i just know that i kind of like it i was like i don't even know why i like it i'm just like hey this looks nice <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and there's just a lot of doodles of those drawings in my sketchbook I, I carry this little sketchbook mm-hmm. around where I'll draw on them during my free time mm-hmm. and eventually I think when you see more more people doing it it's alright I think that that kind of like became normal for me then, then I started to upload my work yeah that, I think the rest is history What
1: well, was this like back in secondary or is this like when you're in poly or... it was
0: definitely my first year in poly so that's about oh, okay. 17 years old yeah yeah So, so people
1: don't know, like after for Singaporeans, they study secondary and then they do poly, polytechnic for people who don't know about Singapore, because we we don't have that equivalent in America. We don't, we don't really have polytechnic in America. (laughs) Yeah. After high school, usually we go straight to university.
2: So I guess it's like in the UK or Germany or where they have like college and then they have university. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. 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 Their definition of college is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the furry stuff, it's just like, did you know, did you feel like furry was going to explode though? Like you joined the furry fandom, like you pr- you were probably innocent at the time, I imagine just being young. <laughs> yes. like, did you know that like it was going to be like, like cons and everything and, and like first. No, no, and,
0: I, I don't even know like, yeah. like what's con conventions and, yeah. and like, I, I guess it's not not mm-hmm. so much of like, there is, maybe it's already happening, but I, I'm just mm-hmm. not exposed to it. I only had my first like computer in when I was 17. Like that was oh, okay. like the okay. the you know the internet boom and everything was very mm-hmm. new. I wasn't even sure what's the future back, like what's going to happen. I don't I don't think I was so concerned. I was just trying to yeah. you know learn and practice my art. Uh, do games. I hopefully, work in a game company. Right, that was my goal. Uh, it yeah, wasn't yeah, so yeah. much furry oriented I was like doing the furry side stuff, but I wasn't using it as a portfolio for my uh professional. Like mm-hmm. job when you interview, right? You need to prepare a portfolio. I wasn't even using any of those like furry art for them. I was just kind of like hiding them. Like I, I, yeah. I know I yeah, do yeah. that for fun. But on the side I was like, I need to prepare more serious stuff for job interviews. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can you tell us like more about your persona though? Like but like well, like why cheetah like why cheetah pause? So like so I guess like you're a cat person or
0: so back then I was like really timid as a in teenage years so i was like Mm -hmm. um really quiet soft spoken and in my class i'll be like the quietest person Mm -hmm. among my classmates it's not like i don't have friends i I still have friends but like when i hang out with them usually just the one like just listen and let them have the spotlight Mm -hmm. to talk right so because of that i get bullied a lot (laughs) like i get get Mm -hmm. bullied by people because i'm I don't oh, know, like because I, I don't like being aggressive, right? Oh um, okay, okay. like I, I really like like cats, right? So I think among mm-hmm. all the big cats <laughs> like every every I <laughs> uh, you know I, I love mm-hmm. I love like tigers, I love I love like, you mm-hmm. know, because they have the nice patterns. But I don't feel like I, mm-hmm. I'm that courageous back then. So I think that, that was the reason why I chose like the cat. Because the cheetah in the wildlife, right, as you, as you know, is always being bullied by hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> they, you know, they, they come and steal their prey mm. and they just run mm-hmm. away the only thing they can mm-hmm. do is just run fast they, they can't fight right? oh right
1: right. Yeah. right. I mean
0: that, mm. that was like I mean, I mean people people were like very surprised like I tell them this like, like oh you you look so like fit and I, I do I do like yeah. Yeah. can fend myself of course because I, I learn martial arts and all that stuff but mm-hmm. I, I think like my personality is not to like do any harm so I'm just like yeah. I uh, think like oh maybe Cheetah is like suited for me mm. and I just added the pause because it's cute so yeah so yeah she's a, she's uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty yeah.
1: much it yeah 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 cute so when did you start like meeting other furries though because like this is still like in the early days of like the Singaporean furry fandoms so, like when did you get to the point where you, you started wanting to meet other people though like meet other furries
0: mm, I, I think the committee was pretty small like, there, there are some furries mm-hmm. and friends and... So, like um, you like, you
1: met Smile in the beginning, right?
0: Yeah, but I, I don't really hang out because, I I, like I told you, I was, like, really quiet and mm-hmm. um, I do go out for, like, uh, sketch art meets, but it was mm-hmm. with non-furry friends. Like, uh, I couldn't find many, like... Uh, artists like furry artists in singapore like locally yeah back, back yeah. then uh, back then so so i didn't really join much of the meets uh. i was like this oh okay, okay. <laughs> like not where you're so like on active. the fringe yeah like yeah
1: the outside like yeah yeah because like because i feel like the community in singapore like, like i mean we can say a lot of things but i feel like because it's easy to meet people i guess like in, like generally mm, speaking yeah yeah absolutely. like it's it's kind of hard to avoid people i guess sometimes but yeah,
0: I, I do. Um, uh, I do take for granted a lot that uh, it's so easy to meet up, uh, like uh-huh. uh, friends here in Singapore because it's just so mm-hmm. close. Like you can just take mm-hmm. a train and you can just meet up. As compared to overseas, la.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like people probably know you as like probably like an old timer because you you've been in the fandom for. You can can you remind me again? How long have you been in the fandom? Mm, I think it like was two
0: thousand one. I would say two thousand. Oh wow!
1: Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So <laughs> over two decades yeah that, that's a that's a long time that's that so a long, long time that's more than me <laughs> well obviously i've only been <laughs> kind of like five years
0: <laughs> but I, wasn't yeah. active, I wasn't active back then i, I, would, I would say it's, oh, yeah. yeah
2: i guess that's almost like me where i've technically been in the fandom since 2010 mm-hmm. but so like wasn't ten, active. 10 plus years
1: yeah yeah like yeah. 10 plus yeah that's a long mm-hmm. time too
2: yeah, but I wasn't really like making an effort to produce anything or give anything to the fandom until about 2016 or 20, 2017. Oh. So mm-hmm. working on this podcast and doing other kinds of projects, th- that's when I feel like I'm more active, but uh, yeah. still part of the fandom.
1: Yeah. I didn't do I didn't do much when I first joined. I joined in like 2017, 2017 to no, 18. I was still like discovering myself and I didn't have a first one at the time. Mm. I thought I was gonna be a wolf, but it ended up being a fox, but you know mm. it ended up being, I, I had no regrets. But like when I started out, I didn't do much, but not until this podcast, I guess, like what like mm. 2020, one? Twenty twenty one that, that, that yeah. um we we um that I started doing more stuff and and then you know the podcast with burgers like helped with that. Yeah. Mm. I think you guys are doing an amazing job. <laughs> All
3: well, right. Yeah. It's, it's time for us the, to the say no, man. Thank you.
1: I yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say because I always feel like, again, like you, I want to be a hard worker. I want to work hard and make a good product, you Uh, know? Yeah, can't do (laughs) it. I appreciate the compliment, though. At what point did you say that, like, okay, look, I can actually start making money off of furry, though? Because, you know, we're talking about, like, we've gone past the point where, like, you got into art, you got into furry. But when did you realize, okay, I can sell my art, I can take commissions and, and so forth and make merch and all that?
0: Wow. I wouldn't say it was like easy and too early because like, I wasn't feel very secure with having like doing commission as a full-time or doing freelance. Mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. I, I had a bad experience working as a freelance, non very uh, And it was mm-hmm. pretty stressful. I had like months where I don't have any uh, much income. It was like maybe $600 a month. And it was mm-hmm. up and down, and it wasn't secure, and I had to keep on looking for clients. So I, I knew that I, I needed to have a full-time job, mm-hmm. um, either a games company or, or something yeah. else. From that point onwards, at least for me, uh, going to furry full-time was never on my list. It was maybe like a backup plan, but I knew that mm-hmm. to be a rich dad, I had to have like a f- solid foundation in producing mm-hmm. art as at a high quality but i wasn't over, i never was satisfied with my art so i was like ah, oh, mm-hmm. i i can't i can't do it as a commission basis because it will take me too long because every piece usually i i dedicate so much time in one single piece that it took me oh, yeah. like maybe at least a month i, I think I do, we I,
1: can see that like when we when yeah. we or me or anyone looks at your art we can see the strokes and like the, the it's like a masterpiece almost like every Almost everything mm. I see from you. <laughs> mm. So give so
0: given that, that thought, right, I I probably couldn't yeah. keep up, you know, like uh, oh, constantly, okay. um because at, at the rate mm-hmm. I'm going I'm just too slow. But of course now I, I got okay. faster. But I think yeah, yeah. um I'll do it at a side, like um as a practice when I get home at night. So I always mm-hmm. when I once I get home from work, uh, I'll be just practicing a lot yeah uh, so you were yeah. still mm-hmm. so
1: this was the point of time where like you were a full-time teacher like you became a full-time teacher and you were trying to do the furry yeah. while being yeah. full-time yeah. teacher yeah. right yeah. that's that's when that's when you took more commissions and stuff
0: uh, i started taking a little bit like but a little bit means i think uh-huh. it's uh, uh very little it's like just once a year <laughs> oh <wow>. yeah <laughs>
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i, I wasn't mm-hmm. very,
0: very confident about my my skill mm-hmm. when you deliver something to a client it's different like you want it to be the best mm-hmm. right like so oh yeah I didn't want to do like a lot. I didn't want to like do so much commission where I used to rush through each piece. I only get more comfortable at doing more furry art. It's only four, five years ago. It wasn't that long. Hmm. So I, I, when I came up part-time, I knew that, oh, I I want to do more art because teaching does take away a lot of your time. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I don't like to teach, but I, I really want to build up my skills and I think now it's easier to do uh, commissions. Like, that's the the supply demand is there. uh. And yeah. like there's a lot of artists as well, right? So much amazing artists, digital artists right now. Mm-hmm. That is, like, I, I think it's really nice to see, like, there's a, a lot more artists now. And there's also a lot of people wanting, like, you know, furry art. So I think it's definitely something someone can get into, like like, now.
2: Hmm. So you talked about furry being cool and, like, having a real affinity for different kinds of animal characters but like what else is sort of driving you to do art like what's part of your drive to furry
0: art specifically that's like never really thought much <laughs> it's just like you i think it looks nice i don't am not sure like um how attached it is but um i, I i'll say that ever since young you you kind of know that you enjoy and you when you're in that zone when you draw right, or paint you, you feel this like, like maybe zen moment or something <laughs> like you really and like mm. engross in that craft so i think that's kind of like addictive it has always been that state of mind when i do my art there's no question about it like i, I don't have to ask myself like how long i'll do it or when i do it. I, I know for sure mm-hmm. that i'm going to do it mm-hmm. for life because that's what uh, my passion is uh i never re- so it
2: almost I, feels like uh yeah it almost feels like instinct, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kinda of like that. Um I mean furry it does look really nice. I definitely enjoy doing furry art. But I have to like train myself in doing other arts, right? Like concepts, hmm. backgrounds and stuff. So because I know I have to find jobs. So I train in like a huge spectrum mm-hmm. but i can do like a, a couple more variety now so i think like, yeah i always enjoy like just having appreciation for arts in general like even if it's not furry or non-furry i i love like good, <laughs> good visuals i'm a very visual person mm-hmm. yeah and colors and mm-hmm. all that it yeah it looks yeah. really nice um so mm-hmm. furry is just like uh like what do you call it like a topping on <laughs> icing on the cake <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah yeah the cherry on yeah, top yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
1: yeah but i remember there was like a specific like period of time where, kind of going back to your history though. Like you said, you're like a full time teacher and you were taking commissions. You're you're working full time for like nine years, yeah. And then like eventually you shifted to furry. Yeah, course I you did you did the furry full time, but like, what what caused the shift? Like what made you take like the leap of faith?
0: Yeah, actually, yeah. actually just uh every year you know like uh, the school has this uh graduation show, and mm-hmm. obviously it's for for the school uh, But I'll I'll actually like bump into my old friends like my old friends are in the mm-hmm. industry right they know me for a long time every every year they come and they'll see me in school and I'll be like why why are you still in school? <laughs> why are you still here? You you belong to the industry. because because you know, yeah, the yeah. industry needs your skill set. Why why are you here? Like I was like, oh no, I'm I'm afraid, I'm I am i am afraid i wanna go, I don't want to change the environment. And every year they ask the same thing, which is kind of uh, like yeah. hits me hard. So after the mm-hmm. third year, after three three years of asking, I really thought into it. I was like, mm, yeah. Um, I wasn't very happy with my progress, you know, I was progressing really mm-hmm. slow. I, I knew that I needed to Shift like I needed to have more time, uh. Mm-hmm. So I took a leap of faith, and I yeah. went full time uh, doing my merch and doing, doing the, my arts, yeah, and doing commissions, and that's why I knew and, that. And,
1: and you were going to like cons around the world, right? At that like, point, because yeah. you were selling your stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I was improving so much. Like I will say that within a year, I improved in my art so much compared to the nine years I had when I was teaching. That was the mm-hmm. the comp- mm-hmm. that was I. I will not making any understatement. It was really that frustrating for me as an artist yeah. but I think it also shows my own self-worth because after a year I, I was travelling like 10 times a year so every yeah. month I'm yeah. going to a like a convention overseas it must or, have been uh, exhausting it was, yeah, it was really exhausting but I realised that <laughs> people enjoy the art right people are talking to me mm-hmm. about my arts and the, yeah. the whole subject is like about art my arts or at least art in general like furry and those stuff it's really really so different when I was doing a full-time yeah it's nice to know your worth and what could be. Because when I was uh, in teaching, I, I get so looked down upon. I, I wasn't like, uh, to the student point of view, they they look up to me. But in yeah, the yeah. teaching management way, uh, I wasn't having my, I don't have university, right? I don't have a degree yeah, or anything. Because yeah. uh, okay. my family is poor, I, I didn't get a chance to study abroad. All I had was a diploma. Right, mm-hmm. The only reason they want me in school is because of my drawing skills. But mm-hmm. then in school, they look at papers like how senior you are or, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, are you – do you go overseas to work before? Uh, You know, are you from a big company? You know, are you from Pixar mm-hmm. or, you know, those stuff. I don't have any so of it was those. Probably like,
1: it was probably like a big leap then to go do for a full-time, I guess. But yeah. Because like, yeah. you, you're giving up, like, the, the stable income. Yeah. Now you're working freelance and you have to find your clients and sell your merch and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess but like, like it's h- more of the – How long did
1: you do that? How long did you do that for just a – uh, the furry full time. Oh, I mean, it was furry about full-time.
0: uh the past four five years. Oh, okay, okay. Four five, yeah. Hmm. Minus mm-hmm. of, <laughs> I mean, COVID halted everything for two years. So. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You were doing that, and then like you're like before COVID, you were just like traveling to different countries and cons yeah. and so forth. You're, you know, selling your merch, and then you're making your money back. I think, right?
0: Yeah. Was, and, uh, and, and... I I guess the reason why I I decided to move on is because I wasn't paid a lot in school. Ah, okay yeah because right, i don't right. have the uh education but i was doing mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just as much work as anybody else which is uh, mm, kind exactly. of kind of unfair like. <laughs> i'm not saying yeah, that yeah, about my yeah. Yeah. school i i don't know oh my god i <laughs> hope they don't hear this but but that's that's really how it is um yeah 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 which is why i yeah decided to go so it's, it's one mm-hmm. of the, one of the many factors I would say.
2: Well, I kind of have a related question. It, uh, is it difficult to be like an artist as a profession over in Singapore?
0: I would say, yeah, it's, it's pretty difficult. Um, the industry here is pretty small. Like unless like there's companies that bring their their work here or set up a company here, a studio, uh, then there's some vacancies. Other than that, uh, you have to work really hard because you're competing with like a lot of foreign talents. Like there's a lot of foreign mm-hmm. talents in Singapore as well, mm-hmm. right? and overseas now it's like easy to get people to
2: right especially with the the internet yeah Yeah.
0: and so the thing is that the living expense here is pretty high I won't say the highest around but it's pretty high if you, you you want to compare like someone may be as good as you and maybe just request like half the salary and obviously, they will, they will get higher, right? So if you want to stand up, you have to be really like better than average. And I think that's where the stress is from. I may mean, teach arts in the art school and the student graduate, they may stay in, the, in, the, in this line. They may not as well. Like um, I think for my batch, when we graduated, only 5% retained in this line. That's really small. Like the rest mm-hmm. had to like switch jobs. Not because they are mm-hmm. not good. Like, I think just not enough market back then. But my, sure. I think now now it's slightly mm. different. Like now uh, you can work like offline, you can work like uh freelance, you you can just talk through Zoom. So there's like a lot more jobs if you really keep your options open. So I think it's more viable and there's a lot of entertainment, like you know, there's games, uh mobile yeah. and so I think it's kind of uh better than than before. Yeah. And yeah. I think you'll mm-hmm. continue to grow as well. It's still go grow like mm-hmm. movie industry and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Cause like like right, you because yeah. like maybe for most people I don't know about supply and demand but like I feel like most people would, would want to like be doctors or engineers or something like that or lawyers like yeah. like like your parents your parents want you to do that but then here you have like <laughs> as an artist back in the day where you said it's harder like it was probably like I don't know hard or like weird for your parents to accept that maybe like they did they did they didn't <laughs> know like where you were gonna go uh, I don't, i not
0: don't something it. Uh, my my parents' perception of uh, being artists right is you only get money if you die. <laughs> like if you sell if you sell your paid, you know those like uh, maybe like yeah. Bonat or you know Picasso yeah. like they their are, they are, their whole mm-hmm. idea was really that they, they tell me that, oh you if you want you to be an artist oh, oh you only get rich when you die lah. like in Chinese <laughs> lah, you know, that's, that's the kind yeah, of yeah. thing they say and I, I don't really mm-hmm. blame them and imagine like when you are like 12 years old and not 12 maybe 15 and your parents respond you, you definitely like you don't feel like really encouraged right I mean compared to now maybe mm-hmm. now Parents are more exposed, you know, like handphone. You have like games already, right? So it's easier to explain, like, oh, the things you watch, the things you read, is all related, right? But I think yeah, like for yeah. my parents' era is totally like non-existent. It's like <laughs> you only get money when you die. <laughs> That's <just> the thing. <laughs> they, they... Yeah.
1: So we know that you're an artist, and obviously you draw like quite a bit of like males and so forth so like you know coming out though like to your parents like like how, how was that like if you ever if you've told them
0: i did came out when i was 21 and it went oh, okay it went horribly wrong um. yeah so it wasn't like um a good time um it was i was in the army right i was in the army serving mm-hmm. army for like two years the mandatory one mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i was just naive like basically because like i'm very close to my family and i, I wasn't prepared what their response is but i just feel like i had to share with them because i i like to be honest uh but yeah. never did i know that uh because them being very traditional like you know those very yeah. traditional conservative chinese family <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> said mm-hmm. they didn't take it well my mom was like in chinese like she's just like uh don't go mm-hmm. the wrong way go the straight way <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't sidetrack mm-hmm. yeah uh, I mean in Chinese I just, I just joking It doesn't sound like that But in Chinese uh, My, yeah, my, my yeah. dad was like Very upset I remember when I tell him He was like At that moment where He actually even thought like Did he make a mistake? Did he not bring up bring me up well? Um, uh-huh. I can tell he almost like He was like a bit crying uh, Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like A disappointing But he, he can't blame himself more than he, he angry at me mm-hmm. but that made me yeah, very yeah. upset because when i when i saw that i i felt bad i felt like you know is there something wrong with me can i can yeah, i really yeah. change and I, you
1: and were really brave though i feel like you're really because br- like i don't i don't know when this was but like it was probably several you know several several years ago when i was 21 was, yeah yeah so when it was like probably more difficult to be gay yeah, or bi yeah, back that, then yeah so like mm. you were pro- i feel like you did a really brave thing though
0: mm, i would have done it differently i would have eaten more because i just like just tell them like that i, I didn't give them a chance to uh. prepare um and my siblings mm. was a bit homophobic so my, my uh. brother especially like i think him being a mm-hmm. guy you know he he didn't take it well even though he's very close with me he didn't accept it and my sister was like trying to bring me to like so-called her gay friends and uh <laughs> and mm-hmm, using her own mm-hmm. way like you know can you can you change is this what the life you want you know you're being looked down upon and all that stuff like you mm-hmm. know yeah, yeah, yeah. then, then I, I I felt lonely I felt like I didn't mm-hmm, get the mm-hmm. support I want um, and so that strained the relationship between me and my family so for yeah. for the next like five plus years I, I never really talked about my life much to them yeah I, I was still uh. I was still like you know living my life and uh-huh. Doing my work, but I couldn't share any you, of this. You
1: still you still live with them, like you still live with them during the fight, or you moved out. I
0: I still live with them, so that's the oh, okay. very painful period for me. Yeah. Uh-huh, it was, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't share any I'm happy. But <laughs> like, it was like that for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my only regret is uh, I wish I was a bit more understanding. Like you know, because they 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 mm-hmm. need time to be exposed and to understand, mm-hmm. and I, I think I don't blame them. Um,
1: how do they feel now though? Oh uh, like, down they are did... oh, perfectly okay. <laughs> no, uh, no, okay, are okay. No, no, so it's not, as, not weird
0: yeah, uh, It's been like so many years, right? Like um <laughs> That's good to
1: hear. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. so
0: so I'll say that it does take time. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course like there's a long story and there's a lot of things happen, but generally that's sure. uh yeah, that's how it
1: goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think do you think like now, do you feel like Singapore is like? Do you think they're getting more open? Like people overall, do you feel like yes. they're getting more open? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Because because people keep people keep joking about the holding hands thing and like getting because tr- that's not a law uh, anymore, right? The holding hands but, but, thing and like people getting in trouble mm, for that. But,
0: but the thing is that uh, you don't really see that uh, even now, like in public. Oh okay. Yeah, I think I think uh, I you I myself I don't I don't really do that also, and I don't see okay. people doing that. But the the younger generation are definitely more open because I I yeah, I, I teach yeah. in schools right. Even the kids are mm-hmm. like, they uh some of them are actually lesbian and gays. They actually came out yeah. to me and they they mm-hmm. actually just because they know I'm an artist right. That's the nice right. thing is they actually came out to me and tell me that how much they love my arts and don't be afraid to mm-hmm. do what I like and they are perfectly okay with that. Got it. Yeah, mm. and that was one yeah. of the touching moments like I had when I was teaching and it was mm-hmm. just a few years ago so they they yeah. know about me they know about you know what i do they know i'm doing my best to teach them so yeah. so that was a quite a relief and i guess that shows how open they are i, I would mm-hmm. say all but it's quite a number and i've been seeing that constantly with every year like they're more open so
1: you 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 were more than just a teacher for them like you were yeah, someone yeah. that they could confide in they can trust you because yeah. mm. they're, they're they're telling you about like them being gay or or bi or whatever but like so like Mm you are more than just a teacher almost like a friend maybe or at least someone they can they can confide in yeah it's
0: funny thing is that uh a lot of them they feedback they see me more sometimes more as a friend so i i guess i i (laughs) don't know i don't really i don't really know but i i guess like Mm -hmm. um yeah usually usually I'll, i'll talk to them like uh, normally so I I guess that's yeah, how yeah. we are like more open about mm-hmm. this but of course professionally I don't talk about this at all like when I yeah, teach yeah, yeah. I, I tell them yeah. like strictly I'll be professional uh you can talk mm-hmm. this offline outside but in school mm-hmm. I would just teach like what i should be teaching you yeah. like my job yeah um,
1: I, r- I remember you said you don't hmm. talk about the furry yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, in I, I w- school right
0: oh whenever they ask right i would say what is that i, I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are, are you talking about disney, disney no cartoon <laughs> uh oh oh all oh, right, right right oh strike is it Streck, oh,
2: okay mm. yeah uh, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i can't believe it. it it almost uh it almost seems like a conflict of interest to talk about your furry art with your students
0: yeah i, I think i don't mm-hmm. want to yeah, go into that with them but yeah. i explain to them it's not it's not professional of me if i do that yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for sure for I
2: sure think, yeah honestly just hearing that you are a professional on the job but like students are still respectful of you enough to like actually talk to you about something personal about them like like that they were gay or something that just really makes you a good teacher that's something that i try to aspire to whenever i'm teaching you know mm-hmm. try to be professional but like relatable and approachable yeah uh i think those same, same. all are great qualities for any kind of teacher and uh yeah i think that's really good that you have all those qualities
0: i i i not sure about that but thank you But I was, uh, <laughs> <still learning.
1: laughs> I, I was a teacher for like four or five months i taught history so um i taught a very dry subject so i didn't really have much you know time to interact plus it's a public school system we have an agenda we have to get things done but like i've had moments like that where like i've had like my students come up to me and they hug me which i'm i had to kind of draw some you know lines like i don't really want to (laughs) i don't want to get in trouble right they hug me or whatever but like they it's because i told them i like anime they they know they know about like anime and stuff and Mm. yeah so like so i had like some some weebs in the in the classroom who who liked me a lot but yeah oh. but I you know like sign like you right? I had to draw the line right okay we can talk a little bit but we need to talk more about history <laughs> you're definitely someone who like I admire for several reasons <laughs> one of those I, I feel like you work really hard and when I look at my life I feel like I should work as hard as you but I also feel like given the chances and the opportunities i've got to talk to you i feel like you're really a really like down-to-earth kind
0: of guy um i think you work hard i i, I don't know i think really i'm not sure I, I think sometimes i'm I'm still a bit lazy i i don't know <laughs> i can't i can't really compare <laughs> i do want to believe i'm hardworking i'm trying my best but yeah it is uh yeah i think everyone's just doing their best or so
1: I guess you could say, like, I'm more of, like, a recent fan of yours. I, I didn't make this clear, but I actually met you about five years ago, if you still remember. Do you remember 2017 Infernity? Yes. With, yes. like, Foster. That's how I met yeah, you, and then I, I showed you my that. voice acting work. And then we talked a little bit, and then we always see each other. Like, at remember j I think. I saw you at j and I saw you at TIE Tales, mm-hmm. and then LAFC, and then Infernity. Yeah. So, like, I've seen you kind of, like, around Asia. We just never really got to talk a lot. And I just have to, I have to ask, is this the first time you've been like on an interview or? Uh,
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like my first time. All right, time congratulations. Being, yeah, yeah, thanks a lot. How all. do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> I still feel nervous. <laughs> I, I don't really do interviews well. I mean, I'm a really like a uh, simple guy. So I, I hope, I hope like I can share more in this uh short yeah. Like, video. Or yeah.
1: I, I think Long you're doing a good job right now. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to say that. You're doing a great job so, so far. Don't worry about Yay. it. Yay.
1: I was mentioning earlier that like, I've only been, like, following you for, like, four to five years, I guess. At least for me, that's a short period of time. But, like, we know you as an artist, like, primarily in the furry fandom, right? Like, several people have seen your art, and then you also make merchandise, right? Mm, yeah. Like, I... like, what kind of merchandise have you made?
0: Um. Actually, the merchandise only started, like... Um five years ago like four five years ago. oh really yeah yeah because um, okay I, I didn't get to like travel much because of my job like i was like mm-hmm. um teaching right so I, full-time right yeah i was back in full time i was teaching arts and in you know, the animation mm-hmm. school like animation and game school uh, and pretty mm-hmm. much the calendar is like every time when there's time to take breaks but it's on a period where there's no convention going on and stuff. And you can't really take breaks in the middle of like your semester because that's where everything happens, right? Mm-hmm. So I, right. I I can't go for almost all the conventions. Um, the reason oh, I, can, yeah, I yeah. can visit convention more like in the past like few years is because of uh, I, I switched to uh, part-time teaching mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I had more time doing my uh, arts, I pursue my arts and like uh, commissions and all that stuff. And I think that's where I really start to like go all out I really yeah, went yeah. all out with the, like trying to just try to get my art out there like in merchandise mm-hmm. and posters and all that stuff like just pretty much trying to set up my booth um, yeah
1: like, like your company is called Planet Cheetah, cheetah is that correct cheetah, or?
0: Cheetah. I, I would, Mm. I would say it's a company, just like, and then... Your brand you know, or... Team, so, because, like, yeah, uh, my name is, like, Cheetah Paul, so it's, like, CP, mm-hmm. right? So, it's, like, Cheetah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Planet Cheetah is, like, a same
1: Yeah, because I saw your stuff at, we talked about this before, but I saw your stuff at TFF back in 2020, which was, like, the last big con of 2020, oh, and I saw right. your artwork, like, Planet mm-hmm. was like, oh, wow, I didn't know you had, like, a you had a distributor oh, yeah, or, like, yeah, a yeah. seller there yeah. in Texas.
0: Oh yeah yeah um because First planet is the my publisher for like many years and they mm-hmm. they actually uh live in Texas but they do travel mm-hmm. to almost like all the major cons in the US um yeah. and that's where uh, we partnered up like I proposed to them to do like some calendars and they they were like really really keen to the idea so and I I started to uh, do that for the first time not knowing like the outcome and it was like not that great in the first year it was like uh mm-hmm. not many people know about it but we, we did it again like the next year and it, it did so much better like uh there was like a lot of people hearing about the calendars they, they saw the art they like mm-hmm. they like the theme so they started buying and it soon became like at least in their store they, they told me that they were the best seller for like yeah, wow. yeah. Among all their items, so Amazing. so yeah, we kept going. Mm-hmm. So now it's like my wow. my, I think eight <laughs> eight Yeah <laughs> doing the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the thing that was like you asked me about Christmas and uh stuff oh. right? I was actually still rushing to to get it done <laughs> uh for for one of the uh bitcoins in US. So I had to hit mm-hmm. the deadline before I can rest. So I had to like burn sure, sure. burn the midnight oil for a while. What it was like will be there. Yeah.
1: So, like during your time as a furry artist, you definitely traveled to like a lot of places. Like, like you mentioned before, you were going to different cons. Um, J Moff, Furum, uh Infernity, obviously. And I remember you went one time, you went to Furry I think. Mm. Yeah, I re- I saw you, I think, one mm. time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you've been traveling these cons, and like, do you have a favorite one?
0: I mean, so far even though I travel a lot, it's usually the Asian Asian region. Like, the furthest mm-hmm. I went was, like, Europe, like, uh, for Euroference.
1: EF, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And J-Mof, Um, mm-hmm. uh, So, I'll say...
1: You went to Ferdoo. You went to Ferdoo, Yeah,
0: Ferdoo. Right? Ferdoo was actually my first convention...
1: <laughs> uh, and uh,
0: wow, I think back cool, then I cool. was like I didn't have uh, like much I didn't know much people So so when I went there uh-huh. I, I didn't really Kind of enjoy myself To the most mm-hmm. Like I didn't know anybody And I didn't get to Talk to much people I don't have a booth Or anything I Oh really? Oh really? At that time booth. you didn't have a booth? So like, I kind of like Was a bit lonely When I went there It was back in 2014 uh,
1: uh. Yeah Oh okay okay
0: mm. But but that's like I would say my current favourite Is like Infernity Yeah
1: Good answer, good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good answer yeah. yeah, not not, not because yeah. of,
0: like just only because like you know this podcast or anything. I really enjoy. It. I mean, All I right. will say JMOF, off <laughs> as well. But the thing is that uh, there's a language barrier there, and I don't, yeah, I can't yeah, speak yeah. Japanese, right? It's, it's a really Same. nice con, like as it is, mm-hmm. right? It's it's really amazing, especially like the people. Uh, mm-hmm. so I will say in front of the course, like it's much easier to. Communicate with friends, mm-hmm.
1: so... Because you also speak Chinese. Yeah. Like, I, like, I,
0: you're, you're Chinese, I, so like I you tra- can speak Chinese. <laughs> I mean, I can... S- <laughs> I, I do speak Chinese at all. It's very
1: remind, yeah. man. Oh, it's very Oh, no, no. So something I, I always prank my <laughs> friends.
0: Like, if we make the first time, I pretend I, I, I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> ah. and, but actually, like, I do speak Chinese. Funny. I just can't write, write it well. But actually, honestly, I can't speak, like, the traditional, like, you know, the terms and all that. I can't really speak so well. Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been trying to pick up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to furry tea party i went to furry mosa then i I i enjoyed those of course you can like really yeah. sell just focus on selling the merch.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah so like during your travels though you probably met like maybe not just during the travels but just online like you probably like seen a lot of artwork from other people and so like you yourself as like an asian furry artist like do you think there's like a style difference between the way like asian furries draw compared to like western furries it's mm. actually kind of unique because mm. you, I think your style is like it kind of looks more Western to me than than anime. It, yeah. I feel, but yeah. maybe mm. maybe that's just how I feel. But yeah,
0: yeah, it definitely was because I was like very inspired by the Western style, you know, like, like Western cartoons. The, yeah, maybe? most of the like serious realistic painting was like oh, more yeah, the Western yeah. style. Like the yeah. anime style was like the simpler like paintings, uh, shell uh-huh. shadings. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think now is come to an era where there's a merge where like yeah. both both regions are trying yeah, to yeah. imitate each other. You can see that in animation mm-hmm. where they're trying to imitate the style. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but definitely there's a like a separation. Like uh you can tell the like, mm-hmm. anime is still there, it's still very like the signature. Yeah.
1: Um, the kid, the like the kimono style kimono yeah, yeah, style. She's very yeah, nice. yeah, and, and think, like like the first Yeah
0: and uh, yeah the first suit designs and Western style also trying to uh like yeah. kind of use that but I I think so, it's so, nice.
1: So how come how come you never drew the kimono style or like do, I you, actually do you, stuff. It's just, you I I
0: did I did um but it wasn't oh, like really? yeah. I <laughs> I tried to plan because I really enjoy it. I think it's yeah. kind of influenced my own way Yeah, I Yeah, like... your
1: art looks like a blending of the two actually. Yeah. at least to me to me it looks like your art like it it almost looks like you mixed the two together maybe.
0: If I look at my old arts, right? I I don't really like like it as much. I don't know why. Oh, really? Like <laughs> I think I think oh, okay. I kind of move on, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's why interesting is about phases, right? Where where artists like your, your style evolve over time, so I didn't yeah, know that yeah, I
3: yeah.
0: but I like I like this kind of evolve evolve. Like I don't want to stay stagnant. Yeah, I always want to yeah, like, yeah. experiment around and try new things. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm currently right now in the trying different styles also, like just to have fun and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's always good to change up your style, try new things. Try everything. Depending on even if it's like completely different from what you've been doing before, Mm -hmm. I think that's always good. I think that's what makes an artist good. It's like not just like changing your style, but also like being able to produce different styles. Like uh, just in general,
1: yeah. It it gets kind of old doing the same thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like if you keep doing the same, yeah. yeah. I feel like just maybe you want to do something different now.
0: Mm, I, I think it's always my philosophy to try new things and learn. Yeah. i th- I think the you'll be sad if you stay stagnant I think that's the mm-hmm. the most scary thing about an artist that if you look at your exactly. work and you don't see a development and that's when you know that you probably is like not not learning new things so so far I think that has always been my philosophy when I yeah, was yeah. learning until now and I, I'm glad I've not stopped Like, because I, I don't want to do the same pose do the same art as okay mm-hmm. I, I mean I still do that but I, I try, at' trying to i try try different like uh can be different colors, different mm-hmm. compositions and all that stuff
1: I like whatever you do with von liking every anything you do with von like i I love he's my he's my <laughs> like he, yeah you <laughs> know what yeah 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 <laughs> like yeah, I love that character like i still like I still want to ask Mihoyo or whatever or HoYoverse. I think they rebranded HoYoverse, like if I could be their... if oh, I could yeah be yeah the yeah VA. The, uh, yeah i wanna I wanna apply, but uh-huh. like I'm still trying to figure out how to do that like properly. But yeah, like like it's funny because they actually have a HoYoVerse has a office in Singapore now.
0: Mm Yeah, you told me about that.
1: Yeah, like a year or two ago. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I I, I they might, they might need someone like me because they all, okay. I also looked up like translation jobs because they're Chinese, right. right? So yeah, who knows? Who knows what happens? Yeah, it'd be cool <laughs> if you're
0: in it though. Mm. I
1: hope so. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I guess like I mean, it might be like an NDA thing where I like, can't say anything until it happens, but yeah. who knows? Like. My suspicion is that they're like casting people already because like yeah. the game isn't out yet, so they're still probably they're still working on it. But probably. I don't know, who knows? Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. With what you're doing right now, is this something that you would still want to do five or ten years down the line?
0: Um, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would think that in terms of the art side I'm producing a lot yeah. more art it's not mm-hmm. not the best like I, I'm still not as productive as I want to be because there's a lot of things happening in life that I need to attend to uh, but I'll say that definitely is um, it's more healthier as an artist because it's really frustrating when like you, you can't produce enough arts given the time because I, I still feel like there's a lot of room for improvement in my arts. Even though like people say my art is really nice. I always see like a lot of mistakes, right? I, I, there's so many things I can't do yet. And I, I feel mm-hmm. like I need I need to reach there eventually. So definitely doing all this um like furry stuff is it, it, like more productive. Yeah so definitely if if I can live as this lifestyle definitely is like a luxury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not sure mm-hmm. whether I, I I'm able to like sustain so it's still a try and error. Um, because there is um stress, uh, because I, I my family is not like well off anything, right? So Yeah. So yeah. definitely I, I can't just say that oh if, if I can't find a job then I am I going to starve and all that stuff. So I, I do have some responsibility. I still need to take care of my parents. Most of the time, uh actually when I go convention, the earnings I had from that sale, I, I give a a big chunk to my parents every time. Mm. Um, That's really kind of you. Yeah, i i yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually actually been doing that since I'm eighteen years old, until now. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I even even I work at like uh part time small jobs. I will still give a small like 100, 200 back then uh, just to make them feel like I'm I'm doing okay. You no, know, don't don't worry about me. So th- there is a certain responsibility I have. If I can continue, I'm sure I can continue. If if things goes bad, perhaps I I might have to um go back to like some full time job or something. Yeah, sure, who sure. knows I, I still not too sure at this point
2: who are your current favorite furry artists
0: wow you asked me such a tough question <laughs> who are my current
1: welcome fans? welcome to the oh, welcome to the podcast there's just so
0: many yeah. people <laughs> I, I can't even remember like right on top of my head right now I probably have to like refer to gallery there's just there's just too many though. Like every artist have a certain personality that I like yeah. in their work. Like there's certain things that stands out and usually it's the things that I cannot do. You know, even even some people who draw like really nice lines, I can't do lines so I really like and appreciate like when people can do it so well. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I do have a lot uh, of like, yeah, favourite artists. You know, like what, what people do is like they try to imitate their style and uh, like mm-hmm. some as- I-, I will say like mm-hmm. aspiring artists it's not that um, you can't do that but I realised that uh, when-, when I paint like I-, I don't put anything on my windows to to see I, I just want to make sure that whatever I paint is like just comes out natural like I just mm-hmm. paint mm-hmm. as I go but I do look at other people's work on the side uh, like on a daily basis but when it comes to like mm-hmm. creating art I just like just try to be myself
1: So
2: we've been talking about your journey and your past as an artist. Uh, were there any mistakes that you made when you were first starting out that you would avoid now? Like some sort of, almost like advice that you would give to newer artists just starting out.
0: I think that's what I would. I've also been telling to my like students sometimes. I think I'll, I'll still tell it to myself. Is uh, don't be afraid to. <laughs> I would say it's very cliche, but yourself like um yeah. you, maybe certain things you draw might like your lines is too hairy and you feel like hey that's not the mainstream It's not mainstream acceptable but i will usually encourage them like uh yeah that's okay you know like it's not there's no one way and um you shouldn't critic yourself too much and judge yourself by like what you see outside uh mm-hmm. and if, if you are different that's that's even better like if you are unique then you stand up from the crowd. But I think because back then, for myself, like, I will always question, like, you know, what I do is so different. And I always thought that it's wrong. It, even down to, like, drawing furry animals, I always thought, like, it's wrong. I, I will actually hide my drawings because I didn't want to show my friends, my my normal friends, because mm-hmm. I scared they would mm-hmm. just laugh at me. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like, like they usually just tease me, like, oh, why do you always just draw this? Uh, a, a human with a cat head or something. <laughs> and yeah, that, that yeah. really, mm-hmm. uh, like, makes make me very shy uh could, could
1: i could i cut in and ask though like because yeah. I, I i was thinking like so like what did your parents like think about that though like like you wanting to be an artist and oh. that kind of stuff like like did like what did they think about like um, you know here you are you focus on art you're doing competitions and stuff and like you yeah. know like what did they think
0: yeah that's um it was my my parents didn't really um know what i'm doing like i'll, I'll say they're not saying they don't love me but they don't really encourage me in my passion, field. yeah, because because the uh-huh. thing is that uh mm. they are from like those hard labor, like my yeah, my dad is background. a truck driver, he delivers mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. goods and partitions, and my mom is just a hawker, uh selling mm-hmm. food mm-hmm. at a hawker, so they mm-hmm. they they had never had the luxury to like appreciate arts, you know they have to mm-hmm. work nonstop, and whatever I do they don't really know if there's a market there's a career, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure as well. I just know that I wanted to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did not really get a lot of encouragement I did get some encouragement from my sister because she she mm-hmm. kind of did ask a, a while like but she didn't pursue it um, mm-hmm. and she would say that I should go for it and I think the rest is really like your own perseverance like you just yeah. have to believe in yourself and just try your sure. best yeah, and so I'll like, say like that. Like to
1: this day, to this day, do you know that like you draw furry art though? Like they probably know you're a teacher, but like, do they, they do they, they know they about get, the furry stuff? They get
0: stuff? more more like proud when I say I'm a teacher. <laughs> they don't really get much feel when I tell them I'm an artist, so I think that's the general mentality. Like you know, uh-huh. you know, as a teacher is, like, oh, you're an educator, and Then, then they'll start to uh-huh. tell their relatives. Probably they'll say the same mm-hmm. in New Year, right? Oh, my son is yeah, a teacher, yeah, yeah. you know. But then, <laughs> but, but I I am more passion for arts. That's the, that's yeah, yeah. definitely that Yeah. But and
1: but did, did they know the furry stuff or or no? They
0: they see my arts. They like <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they uh, yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't sure, really. Sure, sure. Yeah care too much about that. I guess that's the yeah, only thing yeah. that I, I'm kind of glad because I, I do have friends mm-hmm. whose parents are very like sensitive towards mm-hmm. like, furry arts, right? They can't hang yeah, yeah. their stuff at, at home. But uh, mm. for me, they mm. they don't really care too much.
2: Would there be any other advice you would give to any new artists? We've heard some advice before about just being yourself, but like what else would you give to any aspiring artists?
0: I'll, I'll definitely still say like uh don't be afraid of different people's opinion like um yeah you do put in the hard work uh, there's no uh easy path like there's no shortcuts there's no like oh what's the best method what's the what's the best brush you know like a lot of people get mm-hmm. misled by oh what's the special brush you use? it's, it's not the key like you just use the normal brush you, you still can work um mm-hmm. and don't be too discouraged by your art not being looking good, like you don't get the results you want. Like sometimes you can get discouraging. Don't be discouraged by that. Every single Mm. little time you put into art, right? You are definitely improving. Even you don't notice it, you are definitely improving. So just keep that in mind that progress is always like, small progress is a progress and, uh, Mm. put in the hours. Like, yeah, I would say that is, yeah, practice a lot. Mm. Practice constantly, uh, try, try new things. Um, and you you definitely benefit from that, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, just yeah. I'll say again, just be yourself. Don't don't let uh, yeah. people yeah, around. Yeah, be yourself.
1: Yeah, put that on a t shirt. I'll buy a t shirt. <laughs> yeah, just be yourself. That's <laughs> that's, that's uh, you product. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But that's all. Uh, that's that's good advice. It's very practical. Yeah. yeah, great advice.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, we really appreciate that you've. Uh, been on this podcast with us thank you for joining us thank you so much for having me yeah thank you thank you for thank sitting you. and
1: bearing with us for like two hours yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah thank
0: you
2: yeah now before we wrap things up can you go ahead and give us your social media where do you want people to find you on the
0: internet uh i'm most active on my twitter which is uh cheetah pause underscore uh, uh, basically it's cheetah underscore pause you can find me on Facebook, Cheetah or Telegram, which is also Cheetah pause I also do like a mm. workout kind of uh fitness channel which is uh Yep. Chi Fitness if you if you guys are interested in like exercise videos <laughs> mm. and stuff. And yeah, that's that's yeah. on um, for Affinity is also under the same name, like Cheetah pause So it should be relatively easy to find me, I guess.
1: This this mm. kinda goes without saying, but I think I should put a disclaimer like uh, just keep in mind that to our audience, CP is a not safe for work artist. So please no minors and all that. Yeah. Just know please. what you're getting into. Yeah. I, I think I should mm-hmm. say, I should at least say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for the heads up. Yeah.
0: Thank you guys so much.
2: Yeah. And thank you. Um, thank you for spending your free time with us for tonight. And I think with that, this has been the Fox & Burger Podcast. Once again, thank you, Cheetah Paws, for joining us. Uh, Thank you, audience, for listening to this episode. I have been Burger. And I'm Michael the Much Fox. And we will see you on the next episode of the Fox & Burger Podcast, everyone. Goodbye.
1: Happy New Year. Happy fa tai. Yeah, Happy New Year.